Hola, it's Kai Pacha with the Weekly Pele Report. Uh, this one is uh, the astrological forecast for April 21st of the great year 2021. And by golly, if it's not one river, it's another, or one ocean, it's another, or one mountain, it's another, but wow. Oh, this planet is so beautiful. Uh, I, I do want to show you, I was out at the coast there for a while, and uh, the natural bridges... At the end of this, you got to check out the natural bridges. <laughs> oh, whoa. Nothing like the Oregon coast. Anyway, let's look at some of the uh, bigger, wider, broader, cosmic natural energies for these days. We know that the sun moved into the sign of Taurus on Monday. And uh, he's going to stay there for you know, a month, and Venus, and Mercury, so we've got a big shift from fire to Earth, and this week Mars uh, moves from air, Gemini, into Cancer water, that is happening uh, on uh, Friday, so we got this big shift in astrology, fire and air are masculine, Earth and water are feminine, uh, the yang energy has been very strong. It's moving into the yin kind of focus going on. So uh, it's going to be a, a big shift. But it's interesting because, and this is what's going on this week, the sun, Mercury, and Venus are all in conjunction with Uranus, the planet of Sudden, unpredictable change in the fixed, dependable sign of Taurus. So we have to be talking about that. And then what? Right now, the moon is in Leo. Uh, by tomorrow, uh, Thursday, uh, she moves into Virgo and, uh, you know, opposes Neptune and does, you know, does her whole thing in Virgo, moves into Libra on Saturday. But then, by Monday, she moves into Scorpio, and we have the full moon in Scorpio. Seven degrees, six minutes. I'm going to read you the Sabian symbol that has to do with that one. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's not... And then, uh, one more thing that is... I mean, there's so much to talk about today. Um, that... It's not just that the Sun, Venus, and Mercury come into this conjunction with Uranus, which is dramatic in and of itself, but they also come into a square to Saturn. Mercury square Saturn on Sunday. Venus square Saturn on Saturday. Yeah, you know, it's just like, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> you know. Um, it's really highlighting that. I'm going to talk a lot about that square. Just let me come up to the edge here and get a little shot of the... That's a lot of water. There's a little sign up there that said, you know, stay out of the water, stay alive. It is very cold. we got some melting snow going on here. All right. Anyway, let me find a spot and talk at you. Okay, <laughs> let's give this one a shot. Boy, oh boy, I hope it's the, the, 
Wind is not too much. Sound is good because there's a lot to go through. I want to give you some dates. We've got to really look at this, you know, uh, before, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or something. I talked about how you can, you can kind of look at the moon like the minute hand. Boom, boom, boom. Goes around once a month, you know. It's, you know, it's, it's fast moving. And then we've got this, you know, sun, Mercury, Venus. Kind of really traveling close together. They can be like the minute hand. Bop, 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 right? And then we can kind of look at Saturn. Saturn up there hanging out in Aquarius two and a half years, you know, it's like, oh man, it's kind of like the hour hand, Kronos, keeping, you know, boom, bringing it in, third dimension, time. So, you know, what we have then is you can just go back three months and you got kind of, you know, roughly Sun, Mercury, Venus you know, conjuncting Saturn and Pluto at that time and things were, you know, getting, Jupiter was there. So that was kind of like, you know, the start. So look at around January and, and things have been, like I said, going forward, 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 you know, and, and the, that first kind of quarter of the, you know, them breaking away from the Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto of 2020 and, you know, we're gonna, you know, break into some new realities and then it comes into that first quarter square. Sun, Mercury, Venus squaring Saturn. But they are not alone. Uranus is there. Boom. And before I forget, there was one thing I already did forget, and that is Pluto is stationary, going retrograde. It is an optical illusion. The planets never are stationary. They're always moving. But from our place on Earth, it appears that Pluto has stopped. Maybe he's scratching his head a little bit. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, I think I forgot something. I got to go back. <laughs> so we've had all the planets direct for a while. Okay, you know, it's, it's been January, February, March into April. Okay, we got to, you know, it's Aries, you know, this last month of Aries energy, and it's like charge. Now, Pluto goes retrograde. Uh, an, another month from now, Saturn is going retrograde. And a month after that, Jupiter's going to go retrograde. So it's time, you know, at the, the beginning of this year was time to, you know, really get the download, get the intuition. Get the impulse, feel your energy, feel your excitement. Where do I want to go? What do I want to create this year? Now, with these retrogrades and of course, you know, this Taurus energy wants to build, sustain, maintain, put your money where your mouth is. Okay, get your resources together. Let's really see how real versus fantasy your desires are. So now is the time of coming down, coming in, getting real. And of course, Taurus is about a lot of different things. I'm going to be talking a lot about Taurus, a lot about Scorpio. In fact, 
I'm going to be doing all about Scorpio uh, this uh, Sunday with the new Paradigm community. Be going into it, oh, you know, hours, whatever, hour long, you know, more. Um, and uh, I do that every month with the community. Go deeply into a sign and all the planets in that sign and that sign ruling all the different houses and what what the essence of that is because we've got this full moon in Scorpio. It is a beautiful Sabian symbol. I'm gonna pull that up right now and it's just amazing that we have this Taurus Gaia feminine ruled by Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty sensuousness, physical beauty, and, and really coming into this survival, this self-sufficiency, my own physical body. Venus in your chart symbolizes how your soul connects to your body. So it's a very physical, it's the material girl, you know? It's like, yeah, let's come in. And our relationship with ourself is mirrored in our relationships with other people. That's what the mantra is a little bit about today. We can project, you know, uh, authority outside ourselves, criticism outside ourselves, appreciation outside ourselves, and be looking, wanting, waiting, hoping for the external world to fulfill us. This is more of a Scorpio Libra kind of energy. Or we can be Taurus, the bull, the Buddha that goes within and discovers my gold. What is my gold? What, what makes me valuable? What makes me awesome? What is my passion? What is my excitement? What am I really going to, you know, make and do and be? So a lot of this is going inward. You know, Venus, receptive inner energy. Taurus, Earth, inner energy. It's really, you know, it's, it's very beautiful time for, you know, contemplating and sitting still. And so it's really something to have this full moon, which I said is happening on Monday, but you know, we wanna see it coming. A calm lake bathed in moonlight. <laughs> A quiet openness to higher inspiration. One could stress the romantic suggestions such an image evokes. But even at the level of a love relationship, what is implied is a surrender of two personal egos to the inspiration of transcendent feelings, which are essentially impersonal. Love expresses itself through the lovers. For real love is a cosmic, undifferentiated principle or power which simply focuses itself within the souls of human beings who reflect its light. Aside 
Venus is the lower octave of Neptune. Neptune is that cosmic universal love that then gets reflected through our souls when we tap into and surrender to that beautiful cosmic love. Yeah? The same is true of the mystic's love for God. Humanity strives hard to achieve great things through daring adventures. But a moment comes when all that really matters is to present a calm mind upon which a supernal light may be reflected. The key word is quiescence, quiescence. So here we have this image of this full moon happening for this month, and it goes very well with that image of Taurus, the bull, the sitting bull. It reminds me of the kid's story, um, Ferdinand, <laughs> the bull. It's a great kid's book, man. Ferdinand is totally awesome. Anyway, this notion of going within, and then of course Pluto. Pluto is stationary, turning retrograde. I want to give you some dates for that because I'm going to read you another Sabian symbol. This is for the 27th degree of Capricorn, where Pluto is, it entered 26 degrees, um, what? February 28th. It's come all the way up, stations. Now it's turning retrograde, and it's going to go back out of 26 degrees into 25 degrees, June 28th. Four months, Pluto is at the same degree. Then it comes up, and in January, like January 1st to February 1st, it, it goes through that 26 degrees again. In 2022, it goes retrograde and it comes back to this degree for another four months in 2022, from August to December of 2022. So this is Pluto going back and forth and back and forth over this very, what I consider to be profound, it is the 27th degree of Capricorn. And we talked about this full moon being inspiration, right? Check this out. The image that Elsie Wheeler was the, the, the psychic that got these images, 360 of them, that made this book, one for each degree of the zodiac, the image that she got for this particular place where Pluto, root chakra, Shiva, transformation, the god of transformation, death and resurrection. Pilgrims climbing the steep steps leading to a mountain shrine. The keynote is the ascent of the individualized consciousness to the highest realizations reached 
by the spiritual leaders of its culture. I think this is awesome. Yeah? It's, how, it's amazing how everything so ties together this week, this month. We hear a great deal about peak experiences, but this symbol tells us that they depend to a very great extent upon following a path which may have been trod before under the inspiration of the great teachers and sages of our race. The shrine is built by the unceasing dedication of perhaps generations of men the pilgrimage is hallowed by the devotion of many, even though each person finds on his own mountaintop what to him seems a unique and transcendent revelation. So here's what, you know, you see how this all so relates so very powerfully inspiration revelation through doing our own inner work and like i say in the you know our mantra for today is this sense that i take responsibility i become my own authority and i and i climb up this steep path that has maybe been trod, you know, before, but out of my own power, my own excitement, my own truth, my own devotion, I am creating my life, my wealth, my health, my truth, my destiny. This is a very empowering, rebellious time. It is time for each of us to not be followers, but to be our own leaders. And it requires sitting in the calm, you know, and going inward and feeling the reflection of the moonlight on the water. Ow! Because <laughs> now I want to talk a little bit more at you about the Saturn-Uranus square that is going on for all of 2021. Saturn is structure, form, time and space, duty, responsibility to self and other and planet and, you know, it's like our ability to respond to what is needed. It is the elder, the wisdom keeper, and it goes around every 28, 29 years. And Uranus, the sky god, actually the father of Saturn, goes around every 85 years and really represents this primal, powerful, revelation, liberation, freedom that existed before Saturn, before time, before space. So Uranus is beyond. Uranus is the unconscious, not limited 
by time and space, associated with the upper celestial world of shamanism. So Uranus's brilliant illumination beyond the conscious ego. In fact, it disturbs the conscious ego. Because Saturn, our conscious ego, and you know, our daily reality, we like to keep things straight. But our unconscious need to evolve, to individualize, is always erupting and very often disturbing our, you know, set ways. So these two come around. And the last time they were in conjunction was in 1988. Some of you may have been around. My youngest daughter was born, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, right? So from September, what, what is it? January of 88 to November of 88, conjunction. Then, and that was at zero degrees of Capricorn. In the middle, and this is interesting because from June of 99 to May of 2000, okay, they came into square. Uranus was in Aquarius and Saturn was in Taurus. Now for the second square, they're switched. Saturn's in Aquarius and Uranus is in Taurus. Think about what you were doing back then in the year 2000. Then they came around to the opposition. Okay, that opposition was from September of 2009 to July of 2010. These are all major milestones in my life. I had my, you know, my young, my third daughter, my youngest daughter, uh, when they conjuncted, I got divorced when they squared. I moved to Hawaii and started doing the Pele report <laughs> when they came into opposition. And now they're coming for their third quarter square for this whole year of 2021. And then they're going to come back around and finish. And they finished that cycle. It's a 42 year cycle that they, they're going to finish that from June of 32 to March of 33. So this is a Saturn-Uranus cycle. I am going to be going into great depth regarding this cycle in my upcoming uh, workshop in Costa Rica. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, there's still some room. Uh, I want to thank everybody who did sign up and said, you know what, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> it's, I am my own authority. Boom. Thank you. And there's enough of us together. We are, it's, it's happening. And, uh, and this Saturn Uranus, you know, the erupting, the evolving, the bringing in, the inventing New structures, new institutions, new authorities, new ways, new societies. So now we are in the third quarter square of this. Saturn is up there in Aquarius. And Saturn is that conservative, let's hold back, hold down, social distance, stay home, lock down, separate. Saturn is the force of separation. 
And Aquarius is the sign of associations and friends and groups that come together. So now this is a time period where we, so many of us, we need to decide. Do we follow or do we lead? Do we bow down or do we stand up? Do we, uh, you know, take on other people's values, other people's beliefs, other people's fears, other people's limitations, whether it's family, father, mother, society, boss, government, whoever, religion. Are, are we going to take on other people's stuff or are we coming into Taurus? My truth, my values, myself, and I am going to build and gather my wealth, my health, my resources. I always liken Taurus to the squirrel gathering nuts. <laughs> you know, this is just like, I will learn how to receive through self-love. I deserve, I am ready, I will receive. And I, I, I believe in myself, my truth. So that leads me right, you know, kind of into, you know, the mantra for this week where I can project and live outside myself or take responsibility to build more health and wealth. When we project and we make other people our boss or we make other people you know, uh, our slave, or we make other people, you know, uh, have, has got the, the strength, the health, the money, the power, the truth, the whatever. When we project that outside ourselves, we lose ourselves. <laughs> this is a time to come home to self. Mars moving into Cancer wants to cut right down into the, you know, right down into the roots and open up, okay, our own personal truth. Super powerful time, super beautiful time, but it's not so much about being so nice and going along so much as self-sufficiency. So the song for this week is Jim Croce, I've Got a Song. I love it. It's great. I mean, I know it's kind of old and there's, you know, but whatever, you know. I just listened to it on the way down here to the river, you know. I've got a name. I've got my own song. And I've got a dream. And, you know, th these are important key factors to a meaningful, powerful, beautiful life. Ow! <laughs> yeah, baby. One more time. I can project and live outside myself or take responsibility to build more health and wealth. May you be the Taurus builder 
and take care of your own body, your own health, your own truth, and gather together all of the resources necessary for you to express your Uranian genius to the world. Namaste. Aloha. So much love.